Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Interesting story yesterday from the Ontario government. Apparently they are going to comprehensively review the province's regional governments. Now raising the prospect of potential amalgamations. Now we've been there, done that here in the Hamilton area. Went through this, of course, with the Harris government, and uh, we had amalgamation. And I know, I know how you, many of you feel about it. Uh, Toronto went through it, Chatham, Kent, uh, Sudbury, Ottawa, a number of different places. But some were left alone. Uh, Halton region, of course, uh, Burlington, uh, Oakville, those places, that's actually still two-tier government. But the Ford government did say that they were going to do this. So it's not surprising the announcements made. I guess the concern for a lot of people right now is, well, is just the, the precursor to more amalgamations. Joining us to talk about this, uh, Robert J. Williams, public affairs consultant, of course, former professor at the University of Waterloo. Uh, Robert, thanks so much for the time. Great to have you back on the show today. Good morning, Bill. Um, uh, for, the, for those that may remember the name, of course, uh, you were uh, deeply involved in the, uh, the discussion, debate, I guess it was, about ward boundaries here in the Hamilton area, and you are well-versed, obviously, in, uh, in governance and municipal politics. Uh, with that in mind, are you surprised by the announcement by the Ford government? Not, not really. The there had been some mention of this back in in August, I believe it was, uh, that this was going to be coming down the line, and uh, the surprise was that it was yesterday. I, I really had no sense that this was happening. Although, you read through the uh, press release, there had been some activity going on uh, in late December, when of course nobody's paying attention to this. So there's been things in the background. This is the first public phase of this activity. So I was a bit surprised that it came yesterday. Well, and of course he did talk about this uh, after he, uh, in some people's minds, arbitrarily reduced the size of Toronto City Council. And at that time they did say that, look, at this is not the end of this. We're going to review all governance. So I, I guess, you know, we had to know this was off on the horizon somewhere. Well, I think so, yes. there There is a certain continuity between the reference you made a moment ago to amalgamation in Hamilton and a number of other places. This is, in a sense, picking up some of the uh, threads from that uh, discussion. Uh, interesting how they're going to do this, because uh, I know that a number of the mayors who just happened to be meeting, the GTA mayors, uh, were meeting with uh, Toronto Mayor John Tory yesterday, so they they were all there when this announcement was made, and of course a lot of them had to make comments about this. Uh, but the, the the common thread I heard through most of this stuff was, look, at, we want we want to be involved in this. We want public consultation on this. And uh, that's what the government's promising at this stage. Yes, the... the uh the structure of the review is a bit odd to me in one sense that we've we've appointed they, they've appointed two what they call advisors uh, who are going to do some work uh, between now and the spring uh, of some sort and I'm not quite sure what that'll entail uh, and then there'll be some recommendations back to the government and I'm presuming that there'll be a, a much more extensive round of discussions depending on what uh, the two advisors uh, take back to the to the province at that point but. I really am not sure how they're going to be able to do an awful lot of this in the timetable that they've set. Uh, no, of both of them. I, I know Ken Sealing slightly. Of course, he's the former regional chair up in, in the KW yep, area. Yep. Uh, Michael Fenn I worked with uh, many, many years ago when he worked at the region of Hamilton-Wentworth. And, of course, he was a deputy uh, minister for a number of uh, different governments at Queen's Park. So they, uh, there's nothing the matter with the character of these two individuals. I guess the ultimate uh, question we've got here is, what's their mandate? Yes, and, and that... Uh, at the moment, it's really advisory. As as uh, as I try to read this, there are a number of questions that they're asked to address. I can't possibly see them doing it all. I mean, uh, <laughs> and I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but uh, this is really just the very first step in a, a much bigger process. Because if you read through all of the things that they're asked to look at, this is not going to happen by the spring. 
but but the question of whether a review can happen. Certainly, I, I would have great confidence that the two uh, gentlemen who have been appointed are, are knowledgeable and, and uh, careful and thoughtful and all those kinds of things. The question really is whether there is another agenda that's built into this review uh, that uh, we may get to... Um, uh, you know, once once this first phase is uh, carried out. Well, and uh, let, let's talk a little bit about that, because I think that's the, the elephant in the room right now. Is is there a predetermined outcome to this already? And, and that's a concern that I have along the way. And the examples you used earlier, and, and they're, they're all over the province now, in the Harris years, there were a number of local reviews that went on, uh, individual commissioners appointed in various places, went through the scenarios that... Uh, uh, you know, reviewing what was in place at the time, and and gosh, surprise, surprise, they all came up with the same solution to different problems, namely amalgamation. Uh, that's the concern I have. That buried in here are the is the notion that there really is only one suitable answer. It's it's fewer units of government, fewer elected officials, and 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 all the things that go with that. If this is an exercise to get to that end, uh, I, I think we will want to be very concerned. If, though, we take it at uh, face value that, no, that we're going to look at different scenarios and, and, and see what will work for them, then, then I would have uh, more confidence that this will be a genuine uh, assessment of, of what works and what doesn't work, because things still work. There, there, there are some parts of the system that, that work very well and don't necessarily need to change or don't need to change very much but if it's a if it's a roundabout way of saying let's finish the job that was started under the common sense revolution that then i i think we ought to be very uh, anxious well that's why there's a little trepidation and especially here in this area robert i mean I, I, this is actually the third time that we've seen a government do this at least in my memory uh, the, the amalgamation obviously is still fresh in a lot of people's minds but I was uh, way back in the early 70s just kind of wetting my beak uh, in journalism uh, as I was going through college. And, uh, and that's when the Davis government started talking about regional governments. And, uh, and there was a lot of pushback on that in just about every area, saying we don't want that. Yes, and, and that's the kind of scenario that, that this, this is apparently structured around, that we have had regional governments and variations on those for you know 50 or so years. It's time to step back and have a look. And, and that I don't have a problem with. Uh, regional government was a very important innovation in Ontario at that time because it took a county structure, which had been in place since 1849, where we had urban governments, quote-unquote, and rural governments, and the two of them were, were separate entities. And we still have that, of course, in London and Peterborough and, and uh, Simcoe County, various places where the cities are not part of the county government. Regional government said, we have to put the rural and, er and urban areas together in some forum so that we can deal with growth issues and the things that come up even now over uh, green belts and all the rest of it. Regional government was a way to put those two together and, and create uh, a body that can manage growth within those areas. Whether that's still the right way to go, I'm not sure. As I said a moment ago, the Harris uh, innovation was to say, let's just make them all one big government, which, you know, there are some who will defend that as, as uh, more efficient, quote-unquote, less costly, uh, whatever. I'm not sure those have all been borne out, but that was the assumption. 
uh, now you've got, and, and certainly I lived through that with the Hamilton Ward Boundary Review, yeah. you've got yeah. parts of the community that say, no, I'm not part of the urban area. In a regional government, I could be separate, and I don't have to. I can share some of the costs. I can share some of the the innovations, but I don't have to be part of, of the dynamics where I'm I'm a tiny part of it, and by definition, the rural areas are going to be a small part. That that's the downside to simply saying there is one answer to everything. But th- therein lies the problem, and you and I talked about this when you were doing the ward boundary issue here in Hamilton. Is is that line between rural and urban is is yep. very blurred these days? So when, when you look at the growth areas here in Hamilton, Binbrook and Ancaster and, and Flamborough. Uh, there's an argument to be made that those are, are growing uh, r- urban areas uh, within a rural property. We get that, but it's it's really a hybrid. That's right, and and again, I'm not persuaded, and this is where I'm hoping that that what we see is a is a careful review of of whether indeed you can put those together in a way that recognizes the 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 present, if you will, dynamics of of growth within Ontario, and and you know that that certainly is going to be a challenge. I can't see that happening by the spring. Uh, but but we can start a conversation and look at models. Uh, and, and they're going to be different in different parts of the province. Let's let's be fair that, you know, Peel, the, the challenges in Peel are going to be very different than the ones in, let's say, Simcoe County, which is part of this review. And to say there's one solution for all of them, I, I, if, especially if that's the, the hidden goal to say there's one solution i think is is not necessarily what we would like to see come out of this exercise which was really the mantra of the harris government this was going to be amalgamation and it was you know yep. forced on toronto hamilton yep. Yep. Uh, and we we've already talked about the places and the, the reason they stopped essentially robert was obviously because of the pushback it wasn't that they said oh it doesn't work anymore they just said okay let's just put the brakes on this and in fact yes and and some of the and a lot of the pieces that went into that were never addressed which back to hamilton and the wards we simply slapped together yep. a system to get the thing over with, but but didn't really follow it through to what it should look like on a number of counts, and and uh, you know that's that's going to be another issue here that that we have to learn from the the problems that came up the last time, especially if there is a sense that this is the solution in the future. There's one element to this I want you to, to comment on, if I could. And I know that your your time is tight today. Uh, having been through the debate, and I went through the public sessions when amalgamation was being discussed and ultimately uh, enforced here in Hamilton, uh, and Steve Gilchrist was the minister at the time. He gave way to Tony Clement, and, and we got the same song and dance, of course, from them. It was going to be cost-efficient. It's going to save taxpayers millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reality here, whether it's Toronto, Hamilton, Sudbury, Ottawa, that never happened. Uh, so are they going to try to use that as a selling point again? Well, I'm afraid they are. It's sort of in, in, implicit in some of the statements uh, as part of the mandate and the direction that somehow this is going to be a, a much more effective uh, method of government that there is a, a chance for opportunities for cost savings. I, I really think that that's a myth. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of evidence that suggests that amalgamation uh, would make for less expensive government. In, indeed, in some cases, it's the opposite. Robert, lots more to talk about in the days and weeks ahead. I really appreciate you uh, right. hopping in today for happy, this. Happy to talk, Bill. Take care. Any Thanks, t- we'll get you back on soon. Robert Williams, of course. Uh, public affairs consultant, former professor at the University of Waterloo. This this is a big deal, and and not, let's let's be clear about this. Given our situation here in Hamilton, I, I don't think there's a whole lot going on. As a matter of fact, we weren't even named in this because we've already been through that process, and we are an amalgamated region. 
but the government always tries to sell this, just as they did back in the ni- 1990s when the Harris government said, well, we want to have public consultation. We're not sure what we're going to do. Sure they do. They knew exactly what they were going to do. But you have to go through the dog and pony show of saying, okay, go on, I guess. And, and I felt badly as we were going through this because there were a lot of people that, that got hoodwinked into that whole process and thought, hey, you know what, our opinions really do count. And, and I remember talking with some of the regional mayors at the time. Ted McBeacon was in Flamborough. Uh, Bob Wade was in Ancaster, and, and John Addison in Dundas, and and, and Glenn Etherington uh, out in Glanbrook. And they really thought, wait a second, we're actually going to have some say in this, and maybe we can protect ourselves. And at the end of the day, it was just, no, this is what we're going to do. And I'm not carved in stone here to say that's what the Ford government's going to do, but I'm just saying the process oftentimes can leave people high and dry. And since we've been through this process, and frankly, a lot of us kind of bought into the hype at the time and said, yeah, you know what? If we have an amalgamated government, it's going to save us lots of money. And there were projections about millions of dollars in savings. And there were some efficiencies. But having gone through this, and I'm not sure if this is going to come up in the public consultations, because I know that our friends over in Halton region are going to be involved in this. Down St. Catharines Way in Niagara, where they still have two-tier government, they're concerned about what might happen here. And, hey, you know what? Pick up the phone and talk to some of the people in Hamilton about how the amalgamation supposedly was going to save millions of dollars. Because there are some realities that actually start to manifest themselves that they either didn't know about or didn't want us to know about. And those are some of the actually added costs of amalgamation. Because obviously there has to be some restructuring to do with pay schedules, you know, from different regions and different people doing different jobs. And then there have to be buyouts and too many people take the buyouts and on and on it goes. It was just a mess, a financial mess. And you muddle through it. I mean, it's, it's what we are. And I know there's still people right now in Ancaster and Flamborough and a number of other places that would say, hey, maybe this is an opportunity for us to get out of amalgamation. I don't get that sense from the municipal affairs minister. I get the sense that, look, at this, this is a, a, the first step in saying we're going to maybe look at more amalgamations. And they're going to target places like KW and Burlington and Oakville and St. Catharines, for that matter. I, I don't know how it's going to end, but I'm going to tell you this. And remember, we heard this right here. Just as uh, when we had the ward boundary debates and going on here in Hamilton over the last year and a half, and, 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 and Robert Williams, of course, was key in that. He was the guy that facilitated a lot of that stuff. One of the things we always heard about was, you know, the turnout for those public meetings is, was just minuscule. Uh, if you do that again, you're going to get what you deserve. Be involved in this process. If they start coming around to your community and say, we want to find out how you feel about this, be loud. And tell them. I mean, there's there's going to be different opinions on that. We understand that. But this is a, a story that's going to have, I think, some big ramifications. And as I say, I, I know Ken Sealing a little bit. He's been a guest on the show a number of different times. Michael Fenn, I know, he's got an incredible but stellar reputation. So, But these guys are the facilitators. It's ultimately going to be the Ford government that's going to make the decision as to what's going to happen here. And if you stand by and just simply say, well, I trust them, uh, well, watch out what might happen. And you can talk to some folks in Flamborough and Ancaster and other places about what amalgamation was promised and what it actually has delivered because that may well be the road that they're going down here. We'll see. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.